Today we've got yet another review episode with TX Blended Whiskey. But before we get to that, my name is Chris and I am the host of the Whiskey Noobs podcast, which you are now listening to. And as I mentioned, today will be what I call a review episode where we do an in-depth review of a specific whiskey. That whiskey today is TX Blended Whiskey, which was a listener request. So I'm pretty excited to try it. I have had TX one other time. That one other time was because somebody was actually asking me my opinion on it and I had no opinion on it at the time so I thought I better try this out and see what I think of it and I was at a restaurant and I saw that they had it and I was like let's give it a try so I did order a glass at that restaurant and I remember really enjoying it but whatever whenever I'm in like the restaurant environment it's really difficult to just focus in on what it is that I'm drinking and pull out notes or anything like that so instead I just usually get kind of a general feel for it and I remember liking TX I remember that it was very sweet on the palate and I remember that it was not very strong if I'm not mistaken it's only 40 percent it's 41 percent alcohol by volume so not an overly strong whiskey, and just easy to enjoy, easy to sip on, and of course it wasn't in a Glencairn at the restaurant I was at either, so I'm excited to really put it in a Glencairn and try it, because I remember thinking that it was sweet, and if I'm not mistaken, I thought it had a little bit of a different taste to it. Now, as I mentioned, and as is shown in the name, this isn't a bourbon. This is a blended whiskey. TX does make a bourbon as well, but this is a blended whiskey, which I'll talk about a little bit here during the review. So I'm interested to try it. I'm also excited because I do remember one of the flavor notes that I read when I was copying the flavor notes. I always grab the flavor notes that the distiller says you should get, and I compare my notes to them. Well, I usually try not to look at the notes when I copy them over. That way you're getting an unbiased review right off the cuff. But I noticed one of them because it's one that I really enjoy. So if it is in here, I'm going to be excited, and that is banana. Um, I don't remember if it was the nose or the palate or the finish or anything like that. I remember seeing the word banana when I copied over the flavor notes. So like I said, I usually try to look at those, but I saw that, and I was like, oh, and you know, it caught my eye. I really enjoy when there's a little bit of banana in a whiskey. So this should be pretty interesting. Now, to talk a little bit about the distiller. TX Blended Whiskey is distilled by Firestone and Robertson Distilling. The one thing that I will say about their website is I really wish they had a little bit better marketing, which I will talk about a little bit. But if you go to the TX Whiskey page, it will tell you that the cap is reclaimed cowboy leather. The canvas wrapped around the neck is a tribute to Chuck Wagon canvas. Around the bottom of the bottle, there's this pattern, which they call the boot stitch pattern, because it looks like the stitching that you would have on, like, cowboy boots. And then that boot stitch pattern is present on a silver band, and they say the silver band is to represent spurs and belt buckles. So the branding of this whiskey is through and through Texas-type cowboy. Um, clearly, they are very much making the bottle try to emphasize the Western cowboy look. And they mentioned on the website, I believe, that it's a point of like Texas pride. And that's kind of the point of this brand. Obviously, they put a big TX right on the bottle. Now, the thing that I said I don't like about their marketing, obviously, the whole cowboy shtick is really good marketing, and they do a great job of really making it a bottle that looks cool and looks interesting. I like that about it. The problem that I had was 
the website told me a lot more about the bottle and the symbolism than it actually told me about the whiskey inside the bottle. It told me like almost nothing about the whiskey inside the bottle. I actually had to look on different websites in order to find more about the whiskey, which we'll talk about during the review. But it was a little bit difficult to actually find info on what was going on. I mean, it's called a blended whiskey, so clearly it's not just a bourbon. So I was interested to know, you know, what do they mean blended? What's going on inside the bottle? Even on the bottle, it only says, At FNR, we value two things, true craftsmanship and excellent whiskey. That's why we blend and bottle TX by hand to bring out its sweet aroma, robust flavor, and smooth finish. The result is bold like the Texas you know and distinctly satisfying. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Please come see us. So it, once again, it almost is like they have a lot of marketing. It's just not the marketing that I'm looking for because they have this nice marketing to say, you know, it's bottled by hand. It should taste like all of these things. But they don't really explain what's going on inside the bottle. What type of things are we blending? Can you give me more info about what to expect when I buy this? So hopefully they start to work on that a little bit. I know that this one seems to be pretty popular amongst, I don't want to say connoisseurs by any means, but definitely people who are into whiskey. I've had multiple requests for it, and even one of my friends who's not very into whiskey tried it when he was out with uh, work buddies, and he was like, yeah, somebody said to try this. I really liked it, and you should try it. And that was before I had tried it at the restaurant. So it's definitely got some popularity behind it. I would hope they start to show more of that backstory and really show more of the whiskey inside the bottle and not necessarily the bottle. That's my two cents about the company and their website. This this is my first experience with the company. um, So I don't want to trash them or anything like that. I have no idea about other brands they make or anything like that. This will be my first drink that I'm aware of from uh, Firestone and Robertson. But without further ado, let's get a pour of this whiskey and get an impression from it. So obviously the bottle is pretty cool. They've got all that great marketing going into the bottle. Uh, I did notice the canvas on around the neck of it soaked up some of the whiskey like as I poured it, which is a little bit... I don't know if that's good or bad, honestly. It helped stop it from dripping, but it's going to probably just smell like whiskey from now on. But pretty neat looking bottle they do a good job with the design um it clearly pops if you've ever seen tx on a liquor store shelf it's a giant t and a giant x on the front of the bottle so it very clearly pops let's get an impression of the nose on the nose this is reminding me a bit of brother's bond in that it has this strong alcohol burn and it's got good sweet mellow type flavors but there is a strong alcohol burn on the nose that makes it a little bit difficult to get to those flavors. Now, that's not to say that this isn't going to be smooth because that's just the nose. The whiskey itself could still not have much of that burn. But in terms of the scent of it, there is a strong alcohol smell coming from the glass. On the nose, it's got some pretty mellow notes, aside from the alcohol, of course. There's like a little bit of maybe like a cinnamon or a spiciness to it. But aside from that, it's almost reminding reminding me of like a milk and honey or like a cream type scent. And just because that I did read it earlier, I'm just going to say that I think I might smell banana, but I was reading that, so it could just be stuck in my head now. That's why I don't like to read the notes. I hate when something gets stuck in my head because now all I'm going to do is want to compare it to that. There's a definite note that I can't put my finger on that might be cinnamon like I mentioned, but I can't tell if that's what it is or not. I'm going to go ahead with the palette now. 
Wow. Okay. I do not think this is because I read those notes because it pops more than it does with Brothers Bond. This tastes like banana. It tastes like banana nut bread, actually, to me. A little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of banana, a little bit of nuttiness almost. It is actually really taking me to a type of muffin that I used to get. Uh, I forget the name of the brand, but it was this giant muffin um, that was like packaged, you know, and you'd open the packaging and it was a giant banana nut muffin. And that's what this is reminding me of right now. Obviously some alcohol burn definitely dries your tongue out more than I would like for 82 proof. I believe this was, but so far very impressed with the peculiar flavor that this has on the palate. The second sip gives way to more of the alcohol, I think because I'm getting used to that banana nut flavor, but still has that banana nut flavor, almost like a sweetness that I can't put my finger on, maybe like a honey. And then as it fades on the palate, you get this bitterness, almost like you get with some scotches where the sweetness fades off and now you're left with like this bitterness on the palate as, as it finishes. As I mentioned, not the smoothest finish in the world either. Definitely dries your tongue out. This... <clears throat> seems very flavor forward and not very smoothness forward. So if you can handle a little bit more alcohol burn, a little bit less smoothness, a little bit dryness on your tongue, if you can handle that, I think you'll really enjoy the flavors of the palate if you like the type of things that I'm describing here. But this is definitely not for the person who likes the whiskey that's just really smooth and not necessarily flavorful, but has a good smoothness. I feel like those are two kind of camps sometimes, and I think most of us fall in either camp at any given moment. Sometimes we change camps, but depending on your mood, kind of. Uh, but if you're in the mood for flavor and you don't really care about harshness, so far I'm really enjoying this glass. Let's talk a little bit about the whiskey in the bottle, because as I mentioned, they don't mention very much the whiskey that's in the bottle. As I mentioned, this is 41% alcohol by volume or 82 proof, and I actually found from OHLQ, which is like the Ohio Liquor Association or something like that, uh, it's their website. You can find all of the different whiskeys in Ohio or liquor in general in Ohio and where it's sold, and on their website, they put that uh, TX is a proprietary blend of whiskeys from other distillers, so it's not distilled in-house. And it includes bourbon, whiskey finished in bourbon barrels, and a grain spirit. There's a comma between the bourbon and the whiskey. So bourbon, comma, whiskey finished in bourbon barrels, comma, and a grain spirit. And I think that grain spirit is what's really amping up the burn in this. They probably use it to boost the proof a little bit in order to have less expensive of a whiskey is my guess. Maybe they're trying to do something different with it. I don't know. But it definitely, or maybe they're getting these peculiar flavors from it. That could very well be the case as well. But it definitely has these cool, unique flavors, but it's clouded a bit by this strong burn. I'm going to try it one more time, and then we will also talk about the notes that they say you should get from this. If I get my nose very carefully just the right distance away from the rim of the glass... I can get those banana flavors that I'm getting on the palate, except on the nose, they're a little bit more like a candy to me. They remind me a lot, if you ever had those twin popsicles where it's two popsicles, but it's like one, they're like molded together and you crack them apart. If you've ever had one of those, that's what it reminds me of, the scent of it on the nose. But on the palate, it reminds me more of like a bakery type banana. Um, but I'm going to try the nose again here. Yeah, I'm getting more of that banana-type scent. Not 
overly complex. I'm not getting a ton of different things. Definitely something that's reminding me of like a cinnamon, but it's not like you could sit here and pick out different notes all day long. It's not overly complex like that. This isn't a horribly expensive whiskey, though. It's in the low 30s, I believe. So the fact that it has such unique flavors might make it worth that dollar point. Um, I'd say it's probably pretty close. And then it's got a note, I would say, of a sweetness, like a vanilla that reminds me of a vanilla-scented lotion, if you've ever had from Bath & Body Works. Um my wife and sisters both love this lotion. It's like Vanilla Bean Noel, I believe. It's a Christmas time one. <laughs> that's really specific, but that's what it reminds me of. So I've got, on the nose, I've got some pretty specific scents. The Banana Twin Pops and Vanilla Bean Noel from Bath & Body Works. <laughs> so those are the specific things that it smells like to me. I'm going to take another sip here. Okay, I think I'm really nailing down some flavors on on this whiskey now. I think... The palate definitely has more of like a bakery-type banana. It's almost like creamy, like a banana smoothie or something like that. Um, very bakery-forward and not as candy-forward as the nose. But it also has this weird paleness to it that I can't describe. And it almost maybe like a touch of like the bitter part of anise, if you've ever had anise. Not like the black licorice flavor necessarily that it gives off, but like the more bitter part of it. Or like vanilla extract uh, without any anything in it to sweeten it up. Just vanilla extract where it is like bitter like that. That's what it's reminding me of. But I'm going to do one more taste, get the finish a little bit, and then we will talk about the tasting notes that they say you should get on their website. Through the finish, that's probably the worst part of this glass for me, is the finish really just fades into that bitter flavor and kind of a burn, like an alcohol burn. It's not the most burn in the world. Mind you, this is only 41%, but it for 41%, it's a lot of burn. And once again, with that burn, you get this weird bitterness on your tongue. Um, so the, the finish is probably the worst part for me. I love the unique flavors that it has, but that bitter flavor is kind of building on my tongue as I'm continuing to sit here with the glass. So that that portion of it I'm not a huge fan of, but let's compare to the notes that they say you should get, and we'll see what I think. So these notes are not very extensive. As I mentioned, they don't talk a lot about the whiskey in the bottle. They talk a lot about the bottle. I really wish they would dig more into what's going on inside the bottle on the website, but here are the notes they say you should get. So on the nose, they say vanilla bean, pear, slightly sweet. I agree with the vanilla bean because it reminds me of that vanilla lotion like I mentioned. I don't know if I'm really getting pear on the nose. I might even argue more on the palate. Like maybe the pear is that bitterness that I'm getting. I wouldn't say really pear on the nose. Definitely banana on the nose, which they don't mention until the palate. Uh, but the nose for sure smells like banana to me. And then the slightly sweet, I think, is a good way of putting, yeah, these are sweet notes, but it's going to burn a little bit on your nose because it certainly does. So overall, not a terrible tasting notes list that they give you for the nose. Um, but as you'll see as we get through these tasting notes, they really, uh, they really spare the details. They don't give you a whole lot to go on. So for the palate, it says something I didn't think of, which I like, honey butter, banana, and caramel. 
I would say less caramel because of this weird pale bitterness that I get. I don't know that I would say caramel, but I think the honey butter is a clever one. It almost, I don't want to say it's buttery, but I could see that kind of a note from it. But they really miss in their their palate notes here. They really miss this bitterness that it has, especially as it starts to fade into the finish, which we're going to talk about what they say for the finish here in a second. But there's certainly a bitterness in this, in the palate, not even just the finish, but in the palate that really builds on your tongue the more you drink it as you get through the glass. So I want to say they really miss that. Maybe it's like a pear. Maybe it's like an anise with that. You get the banana up front and that nice honey nuttiness that I would say they miss. They could throw in some nuttiness. It really reminded me of a banana nut muffin the first sip that I took. Um, So I think they miss that in the palate and they really try to make it sound more welcoming than it maybe is. Honey butter, banana, caramel. I'd say banana honey, maybe butter, nuttiness, and then bitterness and alcohol burn. The bitterness being, I don't, it's a hard thing to describe, but maybe anise is the closest I can get right now. It's almost a bitterness like a fresh, like two by four smells, almost like that bitterness in your glass. That's a really hard thing to describe, but that's almost what it reminds me of. I do love the aroma of this, though. I'll tell you what. When you, I just raised my glass to my nose to take another sip, and it really has a great scent to it, aside from the alcohol burn. The alcohol burn is tough to get past, but once you do, there's a great scent to it. I just did a little trick that I like to do sometimes, especially for the first tasting of a whiskey, and that's to take a sip of water, drink most of the water, but leave a little bit in your mouth and then take a sip of the whiskey. And I actually learned that at the Weller tasting, uh, it was recommended to try that by the representative there. And I was like, I got to give that a try. And it, I love it for tasting different whiskeys because it can really reveal to you some different flavors that maybe you didn't catch. And in doing that with this, it really brought out the bitterness, actually. It did not bring out the sweetness for me as much as it brought out the bitterness. So it's... It, when I did that, it was almost like you had like a ban- I've never had banana extract. I'm just saying I it's what I picture a banana extract being. Like a banana without the sugar is what that tasted like to me. And that's kind of what I mean by this bitterness. I don't you know what it reminds me of? I just had a moment. I think I just realized what it reminds me of. The bitterness builds on my tongue almost in a way that reminds me of the bitterness you get. This is going to sound gross. When you lick an envelope to mail it, when you lick the glue on an envelope, that is the bitterness that it reminds me of. So not not the most enjoyable in the world. It really is a fight between this awesome, super enjoyable banana nut muffin flavor and this weird bitterness that creeps up alongside it. Uh, so I can't say I can't say it's an outright delicious whiskey and I can't say it's an outright bad whiskey. I think it's probably worth the amount they're asking for it purely because it's so different than most of what I've had. Um, I'd say it's maybe the most similar to Brothers Bond, but this is cheaper than Brothers Bond if I'm not mistaken. So maybe not the most similar, um, but in terms of the different tastes that it has and the fact that it has like a honey and banana flavor to it. But it tastes 
way more banana forward, way more honey forward than any whiskey that I've had, at least recently enough to remember. And I love that about it, but it almost gets overshadowed by this weird bitterness that it has going on in the palate. Now let's talk about the finish because I think that's kind of funny. The notes they give for the finish are long, which I agree with, smooth, which I disagree with, and no burn, which I strongly disagree with. I You could almost argue smooth if you think of it as like it's smooth in that it doesn't bring out these harshnesses, like this dark kind of charred, burny flavor that you get from some whiskeys. It doesn't bring that out. It has this weird bitterness, though. But nothing really sharp. The bitterness is kind of pale. So it's nothing really sharp. But no burn, I strongly disagree with. Uh, it definitely, at least for the proof, this this doesn't burn as much as like an Elijah Craig barrel proof that we've had on the show a couple times. It doesn't burn as much as that. But it certainly burns more than it should at 82 proof. So I strongly disagree with that finish. But I'm going to give it one more sip, and I'm going to kind of wrap up my overall thoughts of the whiskey, let you know what I think about the bottle. Keep in mind, this will be slightly biased. I tried to be slightly objective up to this point, you know, give them, give you the notes that they say they get. There's obviously always the subjective half of it, and I'm going to wrap it up with my objective and subjective thoughts here. So I think objectively, this is a whiskey that is only worth buying if you are interested in something different, and this is objective, mind you, if you're interested in something a little bit different that's going to keep you on your toes, and it's not overly expensive, so I don't want to make it seem like, all oh, this is going to break the bank. But I'd say subjectively, if you like the kind of notes I've been mentioning, like the vanilla and banana and like a banana nut muffin, I think if you like those notes, it's definitely a whiskey that's worth buying. Um, I would buy this definitely because of how... For me, being it being a subjective point of view here, not only is it different, but it's different in a way that I like. So if it was different and it tasted like something that I didn't like, I don't know. I don't like olives. Let's just say it tasted like olives. If it was super different and it tasted like olives, then I wouldn't buy it, obviously. This is where it becomes subjective because it's, it is super different, but it's super different in a way that I like. It's got this cool vanilla banana type flavor to it, which I think makes it worth getting over that bitterness and the alcoholness that it has to it. But objectively, unless you like those things, I don't know. I think it's a cool bottle, and I think it's super different, and maybe you want to buy it just to have because it's different. But I think that's one of the only reasons to buy it if you don't like those notes that I described. because And, and notes can be very subjective. So I don't want to make it seem like, oh, you just shouldn't try it if you don't like bananas. Maybe you'll try it and it'll taste super different to you. But from my opinion, my biased opinion, I think I like it. And I really do like it. I really will drink this. But I think I like it for biased reasons because I like the way that it tastes to me. Once again, objectively, pretty impressive how different it tastes. I, kudos to Firestone and Robertson for going out on a limb and making something that tastes super different because there are people out there like myself who that type of different is really tasty. And I think it's pretty impressive how different they were able to make this. I mean, maybe it's just my palate condition right now. Maybe it's just the neck pour of this bottle or something. I don't know. But to me, this tastes more different 
than most stuff that I've tasted in this category. Now, granted, it's not a bourbon, and so that is going to make it pretty different. But I can't even really group it in with Finnish bourbons that I've had or with like scotches or Canadian whiskeys that I've had. It really just tastes pretty different. And I like that about it. I like that I can go to it and it'll be pretty different. Kind of like Pendleton. Pendleton has a pretty different flavor to it. Not the same flavor as this by any stretch of the imagination, but it's also just a pretty different flavor. And I like that about it. So objectively, as I said, to wrap it all up, objectively, it tastes different, and if you want different, give it a try. Subjectively, if you like the notes that I mentioned, the banana nut muffin is generally what I would describe this palate as, then you'll probably like this as long as you can get past the bitterness of it. But I'm really glad that I gave it a try. Thank you to the person who asked me to review this. I will keep it on my shelf now because I will probably go to this anytime that I get bored with what I've been drinking. I will keep it on my shelf and go to it because I know that it'll be a different glass. And I'll try it again here in the future and maybe we'll see if it changes for me at all. But overall, a good glass. I would definitely encourage my friends to try it if they came over and they like whiskey just because I think it's so different. So hopefully you guys gained some value from that, have an idea of my thoughts on that TX Blended Whiskey. But that's all that I've got for this episode. So this has been TX Blended Whiskey, once again, from Firestone and Robertson Distilling. And overall, I'd just say it's a unique whiskey. That's all we've got for this episode, guys. I will leave you with learn to drink, drink to learn. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure to leave a five-star rating or review to help grow the show and get the word out. You can also find more Whiskey Noobs content on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs and on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. If you want to drink right along with me, make sure to join the email list by sending an email to whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com with a subject line saying email list. You will receive monthly emails with a list of the whiskeys that will be featured throughout the month so that you can buy them ahead of time and drink right along with the show. Once again, thanks for listening to this episode. The Whiskey Noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.